Welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Weather. Of course, we got Captain Morgan out on the line and my brother, Brad Weather. We're just remember, folks, we're just three humans who identify as protein-consuming males sitting on the psychiatrist's long chair, writing common-sense holistic prescriptions for a healthier America. I think tonight we're going to be a little bit off cue tonight. We're going to have a little bit fun doing some out-of-the-ordinary things. But as always, I'm going to turn it right over to my brother, Brad, and let us get started. Off cue? What do you mean off cue? What? How about jackal, jackal, jackal? Ah. <laughs> I love that episode. Jackal, jackal. I'm a unicorn. Yes, oh, you no. are. A drunk you unicorn. A... Captain Morgan unicorn. You are a unicorn. There, If there ever was a unicorn, you are it. <laughs> he, you know what he does all day? He gets home from work and he just stands with one leg up, pretending he's Captain Morgan <laughs> all day. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was a flamingo. I and I drank my rum. I'm drinking uh, <laughs> spiced rum right now. Captain Morgan, Hunter Proof, baby. Love it. Well, for what it's worth, uh, I am not drinking and don't really care to a whole lot. Brad, are you having a cocktail tonight? I'm not, no. But I do have a couple things for us tonight. I, I found some interesting things. I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Just kind of want to get your natural reaction to these things. What should we be doing? In this bill that you say you put people before politics, you put $410 million for border security in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman. You will technology to protect the Middle East, but not to protect America. You find that, that striking? McCarthy? Yeah. Sorry, I was going to say that afterwards. This is McCarthy. It looks like that was a summary that he was reading through, saying that you're not going to fund the wall down south. Which brings me to the question of how do we stop the drugs coming into uh, America? How do we stop the cartel from abusing people on, on the Mexican side and then sending their people over to abuse the people over here? How do we stop that if we don't have a wall in place? And then... Does a wall feel right? You know what I mean? We, we One of the my favorite presidents went over to Berlin and said, Gorbachev, take down this wall. So it doesn't feel right. But I don't know of any other way that we could stop the drugs from funneling across the prostitution, the um, slave taking, you know, uh, sex trafficking, all that kind of stuff. There's just nothing positive in that. I'm and I'm curious what your guys' take on that. And, and it's McCarthy. I get that. So it's he's probably got some other agenda. But what do you guys think? So just for everybody out there, that wasn't Mike McCarthy. That was Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. And very importantly to understand that what Kevin's talking about here is, is Kevin is explaining that we're spending $410 billion on border security in a bunch of foreign Middle Eastern countries that frankly don't like us. So it's pretty amazing. I don't think that clip is going to be rolled on CNN, and I don't think it's going to be rolled out to Democrat viewers while they scream about our border security. But to go even further, though, to answer your question, Brother Brad, um, what are we going to do? Well, I've said this before, and this is probably where you're going to want to roll the clip that says, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Smell! You know, that gasoline smell! Smells like... 
Because the truth is, is I've already given the answer to this. If you want to stop the war on drugs, you need to go to the countries that have it. You need to tell their governments directly. We don't care if you want us to or not. We are going to napalm the fields. We've reported many times we have 100 plus thousand people a month dying of drug overdoses in this nation in which those drugs are being pumped in from Mexico and from China. We have to stop it. This is a war on our people. And once again, I'll say it. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Johnny, uh, let me get this point. You want to go down there and attack. Now, are you talking about a full-scale military invasion and annex the country? Or just fly our stealth planes all over there and bomb the crap out of the fields? Well, I think I think it's pretty obvious that based on what just happened with the Russians, uh, you know, basically putting uh, pea fuel all over our drone and then forcing it to crash. I think we have the technology to know exactly where these fields are and exactly where these factories are. Now, if we have the precise locations, now it's just a matter of having a set of cojones and telling these other nations, hey, your war on our nation with drugs is over. We are losing 100,000 plus American citizens a month to these drugs because these foreign nations and our own government is allowing it. This is a war brought into our, into our soil from a foreign land. If I said to you that they were killing 100,000 of our people with guns from their people coming across the border and killing our people, would it be different? No, I'm serious. I asked a legit question. I just said they kill 100,000 of our people plus per Oh, you, are, you want us to respond to it. Okay. I uh, want a response. You know, I think the difference is, is someone wants to smoke that cocaine with fentanyl in it. Uh, the other person may not want to be shot by a gun. That's really the only difference I see. And, well, I see, you know, I don't. I will take gold to Johnny and they go one step further. Um, I'll just do the full annex, annexation in Mexico. Just put our troops in there and take it over. So and, then you uh, want to you know, bomb can, your own soil? We're not going to bomb. We're just taking sure. more because you know what? Because you, know, you know what? Our, if they were living under our government and our country, their lives would be 100% better off than where they are now. Because a lot of them are coming to our country. So you know what? Let's just go invade them, take them over, annex them, and make them all American citizens and make them all be one big, happy, whatever we want to do. Well, do we also think that our government isn't part of this problem? I mean, do we honestly think with our technology as advanced as it is that our government can't put a stop to this? I mean, we know for a fact our government has to be involved in this. We know our CIA has sold guns to foreign lands. We know to foreign enemies and foreign lands. We know they've got to be involved somewhere. So this can't just happen. And I would also wonder why we're not producing a bunch of dope here and getting their citizens hooked on it. Because, Brad, you blame the individual. I don't. I don't always blame the individual. We've had, we had a lot of people go through the pharmaceutical crisis in our nation where doctors are pumping them full of dope because they're being pumped up by the pharmaceutical companies to make a fortune pumping our people up on Oxycontin and other things like that. Did those people really go to prison? Did those people lose their lives? No, but millions of people in America did. So why is it again, just like our banking crisis, our financial crisis, our housing crisis, 401ks were wiped out, lives are wiped out from drugs. Is this just population control? I mean, when does our government actually do something? Well, you know the old adage of what always makes money, no matter what, drugs, alcohol, and women. Um, I'll say that again, drugs, alcohol, women. And you know what? I bet you our government is getting kickbacks. 
and they're making bank on this thing. So I don't think they argued with him because you know what? I bet you a majority of the money that the drug cartel are funneling are funneling through our government to pay for their campaigns and their nice stuff. They are paying for our Congress, all that drug money. Let's think of so, how much drug money we get. We get tons of drug money that gets smuggled in this country. So you're saying that we should just take over Mexico? Make Hell it the, yeah, let's take them over. the 51st state or whatever, yep. right? So what do we do with the border to Guatemala and Belize then? Well, we, they're going to be coming over that border to come to risk, the country. If they pose, I've, I've always said the number one thing America ever did wrong was decide that they weren't going to grow this country. When we decided we weren't going to expand our borders any further, now you let problems happen. We've seen your mayors hung in the streets. We've seen your governors hung by cranes. We've seen bodies butchered and stuffed with cocaine, including babies and brought over the border. But yet we as a society sit here and go, well, do do do. I'm going to go to Starbucks. It's it's lame. We they dug tunnels a hundred miles under our land. We didn't know it. Are we really that stupid? Our government touted the ability to shoot a missile 500 miles away and hit a quarter. But you telling me you didn't know they dug a tunnel 100 miles deep under our own soil? Come on. I love it, brother. I love it. I'm fired up tonight. This subject irritates me, and everybody knows it crawls under my skin. I've lost friends from this war on drugs, and I just die inside thinking about their lives gone. Well, speaking of uh, things gone, here's another one for another interesting uh, report. A government watchdog says that the crash dummies used for testing need to be more diverse. The Government Accountability Office shared in a new report that the problem they found with these dummies used for the Department of Transportation testing is that they say that the replicas do not adequately represent all demographics, including women and older individuals. The issue include a lack of some differences between men and women and on those models, and they also don't have sensor collected in data for the legs. The lower legs is an important part that could get hurt in an accident. This part of the government says that there are two genders, men and women, because that what? was the only two people that are getting get in an accident in a vehicle. Can't we solve the problem by just putting a crash test dummy we'll be painting some of it yellow some of it black some of it white some of it brown some of it tan and you put a penis on it and you put boobies on it i think you kind of solved the whole equation right i mean you've got everybody included transgenders you know um blacks whites asians hispanics you cover the problem what's the problem here but you don't have any unicorns covered, so you got to put a unicorn horn on it. Well, you're just being silly. I'm being serious. I want to solve the problem, and that's the only way you're going to do it. So you're basically saying a person from several countries that is a male that has man boobs. The point of the crash test dummy is to model a human body if it gets in an accident to determine how safe the vehicle is. Now, the only part of that clip you played that I I do agree with is if we're not monitoring what happens to the legs of this individual, I think that's kind of crucial because there's, is there certain ways where you could crash and actually just break your legs, but the rest of you be okay? And shouldn't that be identified as part of the safety protocols and understanding how safe the vehicle is? So that part I would get. But no, really, this is all serious. I mean, it's a crash test dummy. It's not serious. No, I mean, our response. Yeah, it's a joke. What? Uh, but, you know, are they, is this what they really are going to be talking? I mean, out of all the problems we have in this country, every single problem, this is your problem? 
man, people, you need to get a freaking life. Seriously, well, do, this is what you consider think, life. Get a life. I am curious. Is there any discussion about putting animals in this vehicle? Because a lot of people do drive, and this is kind of sincere, but a lot of people do drive with their pets. I'm just wondering if that driver is driving and he's got a you know a six yeah six or ten pound pooch in his lap with his tongue hanging out the window gets in a crash. What happens to the dog? I've often wondered. My wife, who is a female, identifies as a female, and she eats protein. I can imagine that the uh, seat belt that she puts across her affects her a little bit differently than it does me, right? Because I have muscle on my chest and she doesn't. And so I can imagine if that tightens and squishes, um, that might be a little bit different. You know, in race cars, race car drivers, they um, they have different seat belts than the normal sure. um, car that people would drive. So Five point uh, I understand where they're coming from. I'm just wondering why March 15th, 2023, they didn't think of this beforehand. Why is it all of a sudden such a big issue? Uh, I think because society is making it a big issue. I mean, if you were to have a unicorn horn on and you were strapped into that five-point harness, does your unicorn horn go right through the windshield? I'm just being silly here. On a serious note, though, for your wife, I can respect that. I mean, there there are women out there, and, and I imagine that they suffer a lot more pressure upstairs by hammering the brakes with that seatbelt. Would they move? Would they, would their appendages and body parts be safer in a five-point harness like nascar has makes me wonder you know i got a solution to solve this diversity crash dummy issue just ban cars you know what and walk your ass to where we gotta go i mean we've been doing walking for a long time so you know what just ban the cars people that's what you want to do anyway cars pollute ban them all and we can all walk to work and stuff or take the bus i mean that's yeah, what you guys want and that's probably where you guys are going. You guys are you just, these people are just, you know what? These people just piss me the hell off. All right. Well, let's see if this guy pisses you off. It's about climate change, I believe. When you burn a hydrocarbon fuel, you burn molecules containing carbon and hydrogen. With oxygen, they form CO2, water vapor. That's it. Carbon dioxide is essential for all life. But let's go beyond the science and have a look at natural experiment. We've had two natural experiments, global experiments in the last 14 years. The first was in 2009, when the use of hydrocarbon fuels in the recession that followed the global financial crisis reduced. There was less carbon dioxide produced from, from human use of hydrocarbons. And what, did that, what happened to the level of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere? It kept increasing. And what happened in 2020, when we had a, a major recession, almost a depression around the world as, as a result of COVID restrictions placed by governments? We saw the same reduction in hydrocarbon fuel use by humans, the same cut in carbon dioxide output from humans, and yet carbon dioxide in the atmosphere continued increasing. And those who understand the science understand that it is fundamental. Humans cannot and do not affect the level of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. Well, maybe he's not onto that. I mean, if you think about what he just said, with the global financial meltdown that he referred to, there was a lot less people working. And, and I'm going to pick on you again, Mr. Bill Gates, because both of what he just said proved that during those time frames, there was a lot less people in the office rolling on those computers, pumping all that energy. And yet he's telling us it went down, then it went back up. I'm not saying humans had a lot to do with it, but it sure sounds like the technology humans use 
had a lot to do with it. This climate crap, people talk, whatever they want to talk about this stuff. It, it, you know, I kid you not, this climate stuff, you know, there's only one reason we talk about it, and that's for control. There's no climate crisis on this planet. There's no pollution crisis. There's none of that stuff. You know what? The same temperatures rise up and fall down here. The same thing happens on every other planet in this damn solar system, and it's the sun. You know what, people? Get, do something better with your, with your life, seriously. Captain, you got to follow the science here, all right? Right. He said right. when, when uh, less of us went to work and you, we didn't use our cars to go to work, your assumption would be because cars create CO2, your assumption would be that the CO2 pressure in the earth would go down. But it didn't. It went up. It, it kept increasing. How is that possible? I mean, science is about putting a theory forward and proving or disproving it. The science during those two times would say that if CO2 from a vehicle is really the problem, then when a lot of us weren't driving to work, there should be a lot less CO2 in the air or a lot less. It shouldn't increase, right? Right. But it did. It shouldn't. I think it was the online sports betting and the uh, cryptos. It was all those people buying cryptos using energy and all those people gambling on government it money. And that just increased it. That's who needs cars when we got energy another way. I mean, the bottom line is we keep burning Bill Gates technology and Bill Gates technology is causing this eco meltdown. Ooh, sure. I'm a firm believer that the sun is, is as we've always known, dying. And as it dies, it puts off solar flares because it is giant chunks of the sun exploding. And as they explode, they emit this carbon emission to us. So I wish science would actually recognize what they tell us and what they prove to us because they've proven to us that the sun is dying and that these solar flares emit hotter temperatures against our earth at various periodic time frames. There's no, there's no, oh boy, it's going to get really hot in uh, August this year. Well, guess what? For those of you folks living in Minnesota, I'm pretty sure you're wishing this winter would end versus the, you know, versus last winter or the winter prior to that. It, it happens all over the place. There's no rhyme or no reason, which is why I truly believe the solar flares are what's actually causing all of this melting of glaciers, uh, adding more uh, water to the bathtub, so to speak. And of course, that water emits back into the air. High and low pressures mix, too much moisture, boom, boom, we get storms. Blame it on the sun. Stop blaming it on cars and dinosaurs and cows. Yeah, you know, and it is the sun. The sun... The sun's a driving force of energy within our universe. And, you know, that's just it is. Because let's think about it. If mankind truly was responsible for this stuff, okay, we've only had modern technology for how many years, guys? 200? Not even that. Not even 100 years. What? 200? Well, let's see. That puts us back into, what does that put us in? 1820? Uh, what was modern technology? Yeah, what was modern Factories. technology? The, the, I don't even Pokes know if the cotton gin was made yet. Around the 1900s. <laughs> so I guess it was off by about 50 years, whatever. But still, we've only had that technology for that long. Seriously, are we really going to say that we actually have made a big difference? Newsflash, folks. Humans, we have a lifespan of 60 years. We've only been on this planet for, I don't know, maybe 10,000 years. Okay, 10,000 years in 505 billion years is crap in a bucket. We're not affecting this stuff. 
We've been here since day one. We're going to be here the day after. The planet goes. People die. People come. Animals die. Animals come. Asteroids come. We all get hit. It's all psycho. So let's just cut to the pace. And you're only using this stuff because you want control of the people. That's it. Nothing less, nothing more. You want control. Brad, what do you got next? Because some of your subjects tonight, eh, you know, it just trips me out how science loves to pick and choose the data. We're, our kids are getting dumber. Literally. Their, their IQ levels are dropping. Again, we've studied this. We've talked about St. Louis, Baltimore. Um, we've talked about uh, Dallas. We've talked about Minneapolis. We've talked Chicago. about all these cities in Chicago. We've talked about these cities where these these educators are paid hundreds, a hundred thousand plus dollars a year on average, and yet IQ levels, graduation rates, um, you know, uh, 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 G, uh, excuse me, graduation rates and uh, grades in general have all dropped. They're all going down while incomes go up, and yet we're all supposed to be smarter. I'm confused. It seems like and regression we, to me. And we don't have to hold them accountable either. Yeah, that's. Uh... That seems to well, be we don't the, hold anybody accountable. The norm. Oh, on a side note, real quick, I just wanted to throw this out there. Speaking of accountable, I was reading today, and I'm going to have to follow up on it, but for a lot of you who don't remember, well, apparently, Carrie Tolstead, who used to be, I believe, the vice president of Wells Fargo back in the days when they had all those scandals happening, um, I believe Carrie Tolstead, they're talking about she's going to be pleading guilty and potentially facing up to 16 years in prison. Now, she's a 63-year-old former exec of Wells Fargo. Uh, that would be mind-boggling to me if they actually did that. But on the flip side, I will say that Senator Warren, um, butt-kissing Senator Warren, she has a vindictive personality, and she has been going after Wells Fargo personally for years, siphoning money out of them for the government. So I will say this, maybe Warren actually wins something. We know she doesn't get anybody else. But if you're a big bank, she will siphon your dollars. Well, I got to tell you, this this uh, title this kind of intrigued me. So we uh, let's experience this together. My husband, Ben, was shot seven times and killed in front of me by a man who I only realized that very night was stalking me. This occurred inside a restaurant in Nashville, Tennessee, that was a gun-free zone. Because of that law, at that time, I had to leave my legal permitted firearm that I normally carried for self-defense locked inside of my vehicle that night. I obeyed that gun control law. I'm a law-abiding citizen. My stalker, however, did not. He had no permit to carry. He brought a gun in illegally into the middle of a gun-free zone. And when I asked management to please remove him because I realized I was being stalked, when they confronted him and asked him to leave, he pulled a 45 from a shoulder holster and shot my husband seven times in front of myself and everyone in the middle of that busy restaurant. And my stalker has continued stalking me from prison by sending me twisted love letters for years. He is currently set to be released early because of good behavior early release credits in 2028. That's absolutely terrifying for me. I fear that these gun control laws that are being proposed will have real unintended consequences and cost lives. I have seen firsthand the consequences of laws that prevent good people from being able to protect themselves. I must recommend to this lady here, I think her name's Nikki Gosar or something. I must recommend to you to move yourself to a place where you can shoot him. 
That's my first recommendation. Don't live in fear. Put yourself in a situation where you can shoot this man. Where he will, let me give an example. Move to Texas. You move to a Texas, a, a place in Texas. This man steps on your property. You ask him to leave. He doesn't want to leave. You shoot him. That's what you do. You just shoot him and shoot him seven times. But I also want to tell the American people, don't be a fool. I'm an American citizen with a Second Amendment right. This lady well, had her this, husband taken away. And this is what the anti-Second Amendment people, they don't understand what this lady went through, do they? They just think that you don't you don't need a gun. We shouldn't have guns. I mean, they've they've already gotten rid of guns in Australia. They've gotten rid of guns in the UK or London, at least. And they've gotten Stupid. rid of guns in Canada. Yeah, and I mean, it, think about the three countries you just mentioned. They're all idiots. These three countries think they're some sort of eco-warrior friendly countries that are saving the earth and saving the people. No, you're not. Your people die innocently and can't defend themselves. That's not fair. And if your heart doesn't go out to this lady, she lost the man that she loves because a citizen didn't follow the rules and keep their gun out of that gun-free zone. She followed the rules and she paid a heavy, heavy price for it. This is a, this is one more example of why the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment. That's why it was put in there. Freedom of speech Correct. first, a fair and free press, which they always forget to say fair, and then the Second Amendment, be able to protect yourself. My issue I have with these gun control left wing... <laughs> is what is the first thing a tyrant wants to do take, take away the guns. guns this is all they're doing they want to be able to take control of the people take them over my state that i live in there is 23 different gun control bills that are ready to be voted on <laughs> and these bills are insanely crazy like here's one bill get this so, anybody who knows me, who doesn't live with me, who just knows my name, can say my name to the sheriff. Say, he's going to go crazy. They can come on my property. They'll take my gun away from me. Anybody. It doesn't have to be someone who knows me. It can be someone on the street. This is yeah, insane. That's, this is insanity. That's not right. Insanity. That's not right, Captain. They can't do that. It, it, we have um, innocent before proven guilty. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, these bills are going to be charging. <laughs> these bills are going to be challenging court. But just this is the craziness of these people. And well, I would have liked to change that, that because out. you know what? They want to turn well, this into a dictatorship. Stalin would, did the same thing. Look what happened. That I would, I would, I would say that what would have been the scenario had she had had her gun with her, and that gentleman pulled the four. I wouldn't call him a gentleman, but that man pulled his forty-five caliber out and decided to pull it, and she draws hers. He shoots first, shooting the husband, and she puts one right between the eyes and executes him, Dirty Harry style. Does she go to prison for the rest of her life, or does the Supreme Court overrule this? Granted, it's going to mess her life up for a long time, kind of like a Kyle Rittenhouse. But don't we think in the end the Supreme Court would rule in her favor and rule that you have the right to protect yourself regardless of state statute? I would hope so. Well, I would think that that would happen because the Tenth Amendment does proceed, but it doesn't supersede. And that's the catch I'm stating. This is why I tell everybody, whether you carry your gun wherever you feel you need to have it, 
That is the point of it. You're in a gun-free zone and something happens. You think you're going to be out there serving the rest of your life in prison? I don't think so. There's plenty of constitutional attorneys out there that would love to fight this one all the way to the Supreme Court to prove the Second Amendment holds true. How's this guy getting out of jail? That's the other problem. killed someone. Mm -hmm. It wasn't an accident. It was seven shots. Premeditated. And he's not, yeah, because he was stalking her. And he's not remorseful, in my opinion, because he's sending her love letters. Right. And he's good. How does this guy get out for good behavior? Yeah. If I was her, I'd be standing outside the prison waiting for him with my 45. People defend yourself. The point of the conversation is, is you have the Second Amendment to lean on. And the Supreme Court, especially this one, is going to back you up. I love I'm it. into yeah. that, brother. I'm into that. But it's, you have the right to defend yourself. What happened to this nation? And by the way, liberals, you guys suffer more murders from guns than anybody. You guys well, suffer the most. Not country folks. You're talking about the, 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 the gun in, you know, in our state. One of the uh, representatives um, put forth a bill. Now, this is tongue-in-cheek. That basically whatever law that they pass for gun control for the average citizen, they have to do the same thing. That means if they're banning guns, they have to ban all guns at, at the Capitol, ban all guns from security detail, ban everything. It's like, yeah, okay, you know what? Ban it for everybody if that's what you want to do. Even you guys. These guys who want to ban it, but they hire these private security firms to to walk around the, to, for the security. You know, if we can't have our security, you shouldn't have your security either. Well, show that video to that legislator and show them what happens. Because you know what? A criminal isn't going to abide by the laws. How come in your city in Minneapolis, it's a gun-free zone? How come your sheriffs and your police, Hennepin County sheriffs and, and the deputies, how come they're not busting into people's homes taking their guns? It's a gun-free zone. How come you're not doing it? You go into, you, you've got, I mean, they've got to the point in your area where they have, and I, I don't know if you guys live in the city. I assume you don't. But if you were, they've got cameras and sensors on top of the telephone poles that actually trigger the local PDs when gunshots are rung out. I, I would be curious and hard-pressed to understand that when that moment happens, why are they not kicking in the doors of every single person in that neighborhood and confiscating every firearm they have in there? I'd be they curious talk to a, understand. They talk a big game, but in all reality, they are. And and the funny thing about this whole thing, if you really want to go deep There's nothing on funny this thing, about this. Well, how much of it? I'm talking how much of a joke what our Minneapolis is, okay? The, the, the city of Minneapolis is a joke. It's the biggest joke on this side of the river. Um which is uh, just so irritating, but this is what they literally do. Okay. And people talk, someone asked about this. They said, so how about all these gun crimes being committed? You know what these prosecutors do? Okay. So gun crime in the state is a man is a three year maximum man, maximum sentence. They use that and they use that charge, but they plead it down. So don't even force these laws. They write these laws. They don't force them. And you wonder why we have a gun issue. It ain't gun control. It forces laws you have on the books. My God. Well, of course they didn't enforce it because that, according to what Brad Weather just showed us or just played for us, this person's getting out of jail, which means 
they didn't enforce the, the laws because murder typically comes with a life sentence or a death sentence, depending on premeditated or not, and what state you're in. But what state was that in? Do we know, Brad? I got to believe California, New York, something of that nature. I have to believe. Oh, no, she did say Nashville. Yeah, she did say Nashville. There's a funny reason this happened in Nashville, and it didn't happen in the surrounding areas. Speaking of funny things, uh, this one is just for fun. I just thought you guys liked to like to hear this. By the way, the same stable genius has said the biggest problem we had in the Revolutionary War is we didn't have enough airports. What? Whoa. Oh, that's Joe Byron. I'm telling you. FJB right there. Here you he go. is you can, the you, dumbest president. You can hear it again. Here we go. By the way, the same stable genius has said the biggest problem we had in the Revolutionary War is we didn't have enough airports. Whoa. You know, I will say this about him. You know, we, we like laughing at him. And, yes. And he makes super <laughs> But in all reality, someone needs to check him out and get him in the hospital check because he has severe dementia. <laughs> and, and, and and for him to do stuff, it, it's it, – it's, he has it. He has I dementia. Did. And people are just – oh. I didn't know they had airports in the Revolutionary War, but – Who's the person in the Revolutionary War that that said it sounded like he said Jesus? Uh, that's kind of what I got. I, <laughs> it might have been Jesus. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's like three different stories no all together. <laughs> I, I, I'm so lost with Joe Byron. Um, and I do like to call him Joe Byron. That's his name to me. Joe Byron, uh, FJB, go Brandon, whatever you want to say. But, you know, I will say this. I laughed at Trump. I laughed at Bush. I mean, George Bush was the one that said the thing about the gynecologist. I wish we had that clip because that is one of the funniest clips ever was when George Bush said that all the gynecologists in the world could now profess their love for women. Uh, But Joe Biden absolutely takes the cake. There is the one where he tries to say, I think it's the the Build Back Better plan, and he just butchers it. I highly recommend everybody read The Crooked President. He is not the president of the United States. Um, the guy couldn't literally fill up a school library with people, but yet he managed to amass some 80 million votes. Houston, we have a problem. He's a few um, fries short of a full Happy Meal. Yeah. All right, this one is for you guys. And I'm saying we only have a certain amount of time, so let's not go off the deep end on this one. The Central Bank of Iran plans to issue its own CBDC token, which will be used to circumvent Western financial sanctions. Regulator announced the successful completion of the first phase of testing the Iranian digital rile. Payment Systems Supervision Authority of the Central Bank of Iran announced the second and broader stage of CBDC testing. They want to speed up the implementation of the project to create a digital currency. The participants of the second stage of testing the token will be retail users and banks. The central bank expects that all Iranian banks will be able to create digital wallets for their customers to store CBDCs. Russia also wants to launch a digital currency to circumvent sanctions. Moreover, Moscow and Tehran do not exclude that they can use cryptocurrencies for mutual settlements. Absolutely true, but very scary that they're using the very same acronym that the United States government is piloting, the CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. Is there a correlation here? It's a great question. 
Is there a I mean, problem with possibly. cryptocurrency and digital currency that now the world will not be able to rein in the dictators of the world? Well, we don't want to get me started on the dictators of the world. How do we sanction Russia, Tehran? How do we, better yet, how do we sanction bad actors? Why do we as the American government have the right to? I'd like to start with that question. What gives us the right to sanction? Who are we? Who are we to say what another country does? Because their people are committing crimes on our people. And as are you've they? said many times, if you're not if you're not going to rein in your own people, we're going to napalm your fields. There Sanctioning you is the same thing. It's just financial. If you're not going to stop your people from harming ours, we're going to sanction you. And because we have the largest economy and the best in the world, people want to create business or do business through our economy. And if you want to be able to do that, you got to rein in your people. But if you're not going to rein in your people, so now with them having their own CBDC, how do we sanction them? See, the only reason we can sanction them is because the world's exchange currency is the U.S. dollar. When that yep. changes to the Chinese yuan, they're going to sanction us. Yep. And now it's going to be the shoe is on the other foot. This is a problem for America. It is a real problem for us, which is why the central bank digital currency, whether Iran, Russia, or the U.S. CBDC, is going to allow governments to do all kinds of black op stuff covert in the middle of the night without anybody actually paying attention because nobody knows whose wallet goes to where. And I would also point out that there's a lot of propaganda about the Russian-Ukraine war about how our sanctions are hurting Russia. I got news for you, America. That is propaganda, and it is a lie. Our sanctions have done nothing but strengthen the Russian economy. And by how? Because everything now is built Russian, bought Russian, exported by Russia. And by the way, if nobody believes me, I highly recommend to the citizens to please go look up the grain treaty between Russia and Ukraine. They have a grain treaty. They're in the middle of a war killing each other, but they have a treaty to make sure that goods and services get exported and imported out of their countries. It's, it's phenomenal. I've never seen a war battled this way before. I mean, do you remember when we were sanctioning China? We sanctioned China on wine. A lot of good that did. Wine. We sanctioned them on wine. We sanctioned them on caviar. <laughs> Just saying. We have to really look at what the sanctions are. And we'd also have to ask ourselves, why? I mean, we didn't sanction China on, you know, shipping over goods to our country. We didn't sanction them on the amount of um, soybean, which, by the way, they buy all of our soybean. We didn't sanction them on the soybean. That would have run our farmers out of business. So we couldn't do that. We sanctioned them on things they didn't buy. Wine, caviar. It's silliness. So to me, sanctions don't work. Sanctions only make a... In this situation, a Russian first economy. That's what sanctions did. My sanctions would be you mess with whatever. Instead of sanctioning his government financially, throw a bunch of missiles their way and knock them back to the century. They do it again, blow them up again and keep doing it over and over again until they get a point across. That's my sanction. Sanctions. I think that's Brad was saying is that I'd rather napalm the fields in Mexico and blow up the factories in, in China. I would rather do that than sanction. Sanction doesn't do anything. It does nothing, and yet we, we pretend like it does. And the American people buy it because they don't actually read into it, just like the American people don't read legislation. The American people don't read what's going on in their states. Think about it. People don't pay attention. People don't learn. People don't listen. 
They don't educate themselves, and all they hear is the talking head. Oh, well, we sanctioned Russia. We sanctioned China. Well, if we sanctioned them and hurt them, why are they doing so well? Great question. You know, another great question is, I had always thought that Mark Zuckerberg was a very intelligent person. Some of the answers that he gives when he's um, under oath and giving uh, testimony in front of a committee really makes you wonder. And here's an example of it. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, uh, no. If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share with us the names of the people you've messaged? Uh, Senator, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here. I think that may be what this is all about. He does it. Your right to privacy the limits of your right to privacy, and how much you give away in modern America in the name of, quote, connecting people around the world. Sounds like Zuck right there. He won't do it himself, but he will monitor you and steal all of your information. He knows where you stayed. If you have Meta on your phone, he knows where you stayed. He knows what you bought. He knows where you went. He knows the time and date you went there down to the second. He knows who you called, who you text message. He knows everything about your life. He knows if you ordered pizza. He knows if you paid for tickets to go to Disney World with your kids and all of that. But he's not willing to give up his own information. Like I said with Bill Gates, he didn't think about the impact on the world. And I don't think Zuckerberg thought about the impact on the world and people's privacy here. He's willing to violate your privacy in the name of the almighty buck, but he's not willing to give up his own privacy. What? Double standard, right, up. Captain Morgan? You've always said those that have and those that don't, they live by two different standards. Here, Zuckerberg has, he's living by a different standard, won't give up his information. The rest of us, well, we're at his whim, aren't we? Well, you know, I have a personal battle with Mark Zuckerberg. I've been banned like 10 times on Facebook, okay, because it's stuff that I It's said. more than that. <laughs> well, no, it's 10 times, okay? Okay, it's it's 15 times, Okay. But I'll tell you what, if you want to get banned on Facebook, all you got to do, and this is crazy, is say something bad about Mark Zuckerberg. So say something like, Mark Zuckerberg's a moron, moronic idiot who needs to jump off a cliff. You say that, you're going to get banned. I I've said it, I got banned. <laughs> I take pride in that stuff, all right? I take pride in getting banned on Facebook. It's great. I love it. He does. Uh, you know, Brad, he shoots us a text going, look at the ban I just got. I've never seen anybody so proud to get. And, and that's the other thing. Facebook, you guys are like the U.S. judicial system. You really don't do anything. You just, hey, you did something really bad. We're going to slap you on the wrist for a couple of days and then take you off and put you back on. But I, I would say this, too, though, and, and this is something really important. People try it out with your computer sometime. Sit in front of your computer and have a conversation on your phone, specifically with, say, Apple AirPods. Talk about buying something. Google something on your computer. And watch what happens the next time you go into a news article. Because whatever you were looking for just popped up for sale at a store near you. And they are notorious for this. So you can't sit here and tell us you're not invading our privacy. I've been so upset going, how did you know I was looking for that? I didn't even Google it. I was talking on the phone, went into my computer, clicked on a news article. And what we were just talking about, which by the way, was a bottle of tequila. That's what my friend and I were talking about. 
a bottle of Don Roberto tequila that's 260 bucks. We can't afford it, but we were talking about, wow, what would it be like to drink a $260 bottle of tequila? And the next thing you know, that bottle of tequila was on the right side of my screen on an advertisement when I was reading the news, not five minutes later. So the invasion of privacy is absurd. And Mark Zuckerberg, you know what goes around comes around. And what comes around goes around. I got this feeling somebody's watching me. (laughs) You know, I find it ironic, Captain, that you identify as a unicorn and you're saying Mark Zuckerberg's an idiot. (laughs) I think you're missing the definition of idiot. I'm not an idiot because... I could identify as I am, whatever I want to identify as, okay? I challenge Captain Morgan to show up at the school board meeting with his unicorn horn on. Challenge accepted. I can't wait to see this on TV. Did you guys hear about uh, the Soviets uh, shooting down one of our drones? Yeah, shot down the Reaper. $32 million piece of equipment that Joe Biden decided to leave on the ground so the Russians can have some more technology. I mean, Joe's really good at giving away our technology, either through Hunter or through his brother Jim, or through this third alias person we're about to find out, because that's coming, America. It's coming. You heard it right here from Johnny first. Johnny's telling you there is another Biden crime family member that is going to be leaked out to the media that is going to tell you these people are corrupt. It's all coming out. There's another one. You heard it first from Johnny Weather. So this Russian flying the plane dumped gasoline on the drone twice and then rammed it to wreck the propeller so that it would fall into this Black Sea. No more than a half hour later, the Russians are sending a ship to go and retrieve that drone. Oh, they're picking it up for us. Oh. That's what they're doing. They're just going to pick fault. it up. And... I thought they were going to steal our technology. You're saying they're being a nice neighbor and they're just going to return it to us? Well, yeah, because we don't want to leave all that biohazardous material in the water. That would be against all the eco-warriors. So we have to pull that out and then, of course, give it back. The gasoline yeah, the only... that the Russian poured right. on the... Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Well, I think it's great because they're saying Russian gasoline poured from the plane, right? I would think yep. of it more like a plane peeing on a plane. Flew above him, peed right on him with his fuel, and then caused the plane to go down by clipping its propeller. The other thing I would like to point out is, is right between where you guys live, Minnesota, up there in the north, you have that great lake that borders you and Canada. Now, that would be an international space. That that should be an international space. Do the Russians fly drones in that international space? Uh, it makes me oh, wonder. It, I would it does. Not know it seriously makes not me wonder. Because I don't know idea. You know, only NORAD would know that. Well, we know they don't, right? Because they'd have to have permission from Canada. Although the Chinese sent a balloon over. Maybe they that were thinking that. was an alien, that... remember? <laughs> oh. That was a UFO. It was, UFO. The balloon it was a UFO. Was? The Chinese yeah, balloon was? I thought the, I thought the octagon that our Air Force shot down was, an, was a UFO. Lord knows. We get there, we can ask those questions. Our government put some of the riddles to the end. These are great. These are great questions. You know, what are we doing flying over the Black Sea with a spy drone? And by the way, I love how they keep saying an unmanned, unarmed. If you know anything about the the Reaper, (laughs) it is anything but unarmed. That is something it is not. That thing is heavily armed, heavily armed with bombs, guns, laser technology, that thing is seriously advanced. And and by the way, Joe, Joe Byron, are you out there, Joe Byron? Are you taking your pills? What are you doing? I mean, I'll say this. If this was Obama, if this was Clinton, 
if this was Bush, if this was Reagan, I don't care which POTUS this was. Anybody but Joe Byron wouldn't be standing here going, okay, they wouldn't be. We would be doing something, something hard pressed. Let's stop beating around the bush here. Joe Biden won't do anything because Joe Biden's an idiot. He can't even tell what day of the year, what time of day it is. He can't tell if the sun is up or the moon is up or his butt from a hole in the ground. He's an idiot. He can't even tell any of that stuff. He thinks that down really is, up is and your up favorite saying, isn't it? That is he your favorite saying. Well, actually, I can say the real phrase. Oh. Uh, Joe Biden? No, no. Joe Biden can't tell us from a hole in the ground. If there are 80 million Democrats that did actually vote for Joe Biden, you people are the dumbest people on the planet. You really are. So if you did vote for Joe Biden, if you're not feeling guilty and remorseful and repentful of your sin, you should be. Because you have completely screwed the entire world by putting this man in office, if it is real, which I still don't think it's real. Well, I, the question for you is the reason I was hesitating on saying the Black Sea is because the Black Sea is is landlocked with a canal that uh, with, I think goes seven to nations. A, it goes to a bay and and then it goes out. So Turkey is on its on the south side of the Black Sea and there's a little canal there right by Istanbul and then uh, there is Bulgaria and you're right Romania Georgia Romania Russia and, Ukraine and Georgia yep all that so how did we get in there. Do we have permission That's, from Turkey or Ukraine couldn't give us it, it had to be Bulgaria or Turkey. My money's well, on Turkey. You have to fly over Turkey to get to the Black Sea from the Saudi Arabia, from Africa. You have to fly. Yeah, Turkey is is the is the country to fly over. I mean, unless we're OK with Greece and then Bulgaria. What are we doing in international waters? Black Sea. Right. What are we doing over there with a drone? and a fully armed drone. And here's a real great question for you. How come none of them are asking that question too? That's the <laughs> real question. Why are they not going, um, USA, what are you doing up in our airspace? I realize it's international, but somebody's guilty in this equation. Well, again, guys, an hour went by fast. It must just be me, because I like flapping my gums and uh, listening to you guys flap your gums. This is what we have for Joe Byron. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. <laughs> You're just taking up space. We love you. The world loves you. Keep listening. That was like a dog show. Best in show. Like and share us on Google Podcasts. So your government can listen and follow in on everything you like. Hey, listen to us, follow us, and share us on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and of course, Apple Podcast, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. You know you love it.